I love the divine Sufi masters, the way the world through life's problems and routines and the way they understand, the way they turn everything 360 degrees on its head, as if they're drunk on God. That's what I love about the Sufi masters. That's what I love about Hafiz and Rumi, the eccentricity, the, the pure whimsical way in which they say everything. Tonight, Hafiz says, who wants those? And this is Daniel Ladinsky translating Hafiz for me so beautifully. Thank you, Daniel, for what you do and what you've done. This life of devotion that you've put to understanding, interpreting and living and, and extracting the beautiful juices of Hafiz's poetry and bringing everything from Persian to English with such care as if you're carrying these fragile crystals in your bare hands and you're planting them in your books and we are enjoying the vibrant light reflected from their surfaces. Thank you so much for creating this. And when you write, who wants those? My head starts spinning because this is about life and its problems and the attitude we adopt in Hafiz in his own whimsical, cynical way, says, I am at a juncture now where I never have to be serious again. If I act that way, sober and concerned about something, it is just a charade. For people who are serious, well, let's face it, they seem to have lots of problems, and who wants those? Let me go back, run it over for you again. He says, I am at a juncture where I never have to be serious again. Now, why this probably struck me is because we've got this yoga class going in the morning and there's a minute and a half of clapping and laughter. And first couple of days with that class full of people, educated, learned people, laughter becomes the most difficult thing. To entertain a thought of prejudice or to worry about something in your head is much easier, comes so naturally to us and the frown settles on my forehead. But when somebody says, hey, laugh out loud, laugh at life's problems and laugh everything away, set a tone to your day, it becomes so difficult to do that first thing in the morning. Today, anybody laughing? Is he or she crazy? Have they lost it? Because we live in a time where we should be with our faces buried in our mobile phones and we should be worried and concerned about the next global warming threat. We should be worried about the next war breaking out. We should be worried about my political opinion being protected. We should be worried about the next slowdown in the economic crisis or the next earthquake or the missile attack, we should not be laughing out loud. But Hafiz reminds us, I'm at a juncture now where I never have to be serious again. All this seriousness leads to nothing because he says, if I act that way sober and concerned about something, it is just a charade because yes, when you've turned it over to the divine and he's the one who's keeping all your problems, handling, tackling them for you, and right at the start of the day, you set a tone that I leave it to you 
And I'm just going to flow with life. I'm just going to go with life. This is where we... We become light beings. We grow feathers. And that fine line between us and angels disappears because we can do anything. We can achieve anything. We've turned it over to a divine power to handle things for us. To produce serendipitous circumstances. To create happy coincidences for us. To bring about the fulfillment of our desires because in prayer and complete faith we've turned over and we are sincerely immersed in what we are doing. And if it's laughter at the yoga class, I'm surrendering to that. And thereafter, if it's, if it's work, I should surrender to that. Just dive into the present moment of life and be ecstatic and enjoy it because people who are serious will, let's face it, have a lot of problems and problems by the very statement of the word is either a worry of the past or a preempted concern, presumed, presumptuous, anticipated hurdle of the future. No problem exists in the now. In the now, it's only possibilities. It's, it's the only deep connection, shortcut, portal, to the divine presence in the now and the ones who have problems are either languishing in the past or they are dwelling in some fictitious future they're not even real people and who wants those says Hafiz let's dwell in the now let's celebrate this and let's let's laugh out loud and let's not be serious about anything in life Let's just be joyful, playful, living it with gay abandon, like trees dancing in the breeze, like squirrels darting up the trees, like monkeys doing the branch trapeze. Let's just fall in love with this ease and flow with life. Spontaneity, my dear friends, is the key. So, thanks to Hafiz, I'm going to whirl and swirl and twirl 50 trillion cells in my body participating in this gorgeous dance of living. Join in. Absolute fun. Trust me. There's nothing better happening out there. It's all within. And if you look around, the whole universe is on the same model. Planets are twirling. Swirling, swirling, twirling, so are the moons around them, so are the planets around the suns, so are these suns, these stars, twirling around the center of their galaxies. Oh, these clusters of galaxies are twirling around the center of the universe, and there's such a dance out there. It's a ballroom of light. How can we not be part of the same dance? We are. Same frequency, same dance form. Just start turning, 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 and celebrating life.
राइट हेयर इन द माइंड मत विच रतन जवाहर माणिक जे एक गुर की सिख सुनी within my own mind are the gems and the jewels and the rubies and the precious stones only if you listen to the guru's teachings even once and that divine guru the giver and the teacher has given you this awareness and given me this awareness it's internalized it's intrinsic each cell of our body knows we are here to love that's why this pain and sadness when we are separate that's why there's grief and suffering when we're not following our heart and that heart is singing joy gura ek de bujhai guru continues to give us the same understanding again and again that sabna jiya ka ek data so mai visarna chai how do i keep forgetting and how many times does baba nanak have to come back and remind me there's only one giver one creator je jug chare arja hor dasuni hoy now even if you could live through the proverbial four ages the yogas as described in the vedas throughout those four ages and even 10 times more you could be you could be eternally alive and immortal nava khanda vich janiye nal chale sab koi and even if you were known throughout this universe and through the nine continents on the world you you become the most popular one even then changa nao rakhai ke jas ki rat jagle you earn a great reputation you build a good name you find praise and fame throughout this world you could achieve all that jetin nadar na aavai tavat na puchhe ke still if you're bereft of the divine's blessing and his grace and you're not in sync with that inner chord of anahad nad then who cares all this is useless because ultimately you're going to wind up in grief it's so important to be in sync with the divine in those blissful moments are so far apart in life they come and they go they're fleeting they're only there pay attention to this those moments are only there when we lose the self when the self dissolves have you ever seen a child paint or color a picture book or at play this this spontaneity have you seen a child laugh there's there's something so natural so something so pure when the child even cries for milk there's purity there's no malice and that spontaneity that purity is god consciousness expressing itself asking for life to continue and it flows with life that's the kind of flowing there's no chal there's no kapat there's no there's no malice there's no scheming it's so natural it's so pure and only then it works when you are in sync with the divine and have that child like spontaneity 
that you know that you're blessed and you're in flow, you're in sync. And that is beyond all the richness and fame and fortune of the world. Those moments are the glimpses of being divine. Near-death experiences have had that. Super awakened souls, monks and rishis and buddhas and pure souls have had that experience of ecstasy. And they know what's a boundless, infinite treasure. They know what's homecoming. And that homecoming is the true knowing. Everything else is nothing. Kita andar git kar dosi dos tare. Even if you have all those riches, but if you're devoid of grace, among worms, you would be considered a lowly worm, and even contemptible sinners would be holding you in contempt. That means that you'd be lowest of the lowly even if you have all the material success and you're not blessed. And this blessing is, is not something that's coming from outside, it's from within. It has to rise from within. It's the realization, the awareness that you're part of that whole that's created this universe, that you're in sync with that. Your frequency is not out of tune. Nanak, oh God. Nanak, God blesses the unworthy with virtue and bestows virtue on the virtuous. This only happens through divine grace. There's nowhere else to ask for it, and the ego would say, Am I supposed to sit with a begging bowl and ask? And you have to remind the ego. The asking is from the self. The asking of grace is from that divine who sits within. It's not an external asking. Teha koi na sujai, jetis gun koi kare. And no one can even imagine anyone who can bestow virtue upon the divine. Because that's where the buck stops and that's where it started. And it's just that oneness and you cannot go thinking that there's multiplicity and there are layers to it. There's just one. One. It's so simple that the, that the intellectual mind doesn't want to buy that. Is it that simple? That it's me? And, and that denial, that amnesia, that veil then must be burned right away to reveal the blinding, beautiful, gorgeous, luminous light of you to yourself. For that, all these, all these wonderful teachers have graced the planet, they've given you the fragrance repeatedly. So that, Suniye said the Peer Surnath, listening to the Siddhas and spiritual teachers, the heroic warriors and the yogic masters, Suniye Tarat Taval Akas. Listening, the earth is listening and its support in the Akashic ethers. Now there are these wonderful books about the Akashic records and 
the Akasha that I've been reading about. And the references come from the Vedas down to Gurbani. Akasha is that invisible, visible, palpable field of awareness and energy of our records all around us. Every thought that you and I have ever entertained as a soul in our previous past, future lives, everything that we've expressed or done or think about doing, a malicious negative thought or a beautiful, loving, selfless, generous gesture or thought. Everything has a footprint. Everything has an imprint. It is recorded unforgettable. It just goes into the hard drive in the archives of the universe and it's accessible. It's reverberating through the ethers. And that is why this purity needs to penetrate deep in thought, action, behavior and across lifetimes of our soul. And that is why you're being reminded that there's a listening the oceans, the lands of the world and the nether regions of the underworld, anything and everything that you've thought in your creation, all dimensions that we are yet to discover. And today we're talking about 12 dimensions of existence as postulated by people like Einstein and various scientists thereafter. Dimensions we don't know of where so many other energy forms exist who watch us, who keep us, who guide us like our guardian angels and master souls and guides and teachers. Everything is reverberating and listening. Listening death cannot even touch you. Nanak Bhagata Sadavikas, the devotees are forever in bliss. Babanana keeps reminding us that, hey, listen, I've experienced this and I'm speaking from experience that one who's devoted is forever in bliss because the moment you experience it, you enter a state of timelessness. Nanak Bhagata Saka Sada Vegas Sunye Duk Papaka Nas. I want to pause right here because listening, pain, and sin are erased. And what are you listening to? This is the Anhadnad. This is the intuitive voice. This is the sound of the divine from within. This is your guiding compass that's putting you setting you in the right direction. And there's so much of other noise and so many other overriding voices of people and logic and, and the ego that we keep tuning into. But Nanak keeps reminding you, Baba Nanak says, Suniye, Suniye, Duga, Papka, Nas. You have to understand. One who's heard is in bliss, Nanak Bhagata Sadavika, Sunye Dukh Papka Nas, Sunye Isar Brahma Ind, Shivan Brahma and Indra, everybody's listening, Sunye Mukh, Sunye Mukh Salahanamund, Sunye Jog Jugat Tanped, 
everybody is listening the technology of yoga and the secrets of the body the good and the foul mouthed everybody is listening suniye sastra samrit ved the shastras the samritis and the vedas the listening is all pervading nanak pagta sada vigas remember those who are listening those who are devoted and tuned in are forever in bliss i don't want to go further because just hold this thought for a while this listening is to the divine frequency this is about raising our vibrations today the entire planet is gradually raising its vibration to a higher frequency we are tuning into it and these frequencies are available whenever there is sad sangat sitting together where there is nam simran where there is an echo of that high vibration where we are focused on the om and the allahu and the ekyankar and the hallelujah why is there so much of stress in the name because naming raises our vibration the repeated chant takes us higher the chant reverberates through the body and lifts the frequency opens the chakras and makes us tune in tap into the source energy field around us today science is converging onto this idea how do meditators and monks and people who sit in dhyan they're able to reach those states of higher consciousness they elevate their frequencies this sonana is striking the tuning fork of your voice to a higher frequency hit against the pad of your chest and your breath and your heartbeat lift your frequencies and this lifting of the frequency to a higher level tunes it to the god radio station and we begin to hear messages we invite divine blessings baba nanak with no formal education is teaching us right there in the first 10 pages of guru granth sahib and he's teaching us so beautifully and before i move to the third page that the listening also kills all the pain that you feel suniye dukh paap ka naas i want to tell you to just stay with the listening listening through the inner ear listening to the inner voice listening to the intuition listening in to the chant of vaheguru satnam vaheguru satnam vaheguru